Mark Smith. And I'm excited that you're joining me today with um, ushering in another building block within the process part four, specifically the series, Why Not Me? Now, this if this is your first time joining me today, please take a moment and listen to the prior uh, series or messages in The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, and the current ones that are housed inside of Why Not Me. They can all be heard on iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts by searching Mark Smith The Process. P- please, also, I always encourage you to please email me your thoughts of any of those messages at mark at theprocessmarksmith.com. Well, our journey will begin and end with a mission, not just any mission, though. One that will give us clarity and purpose. <laughs> There's that word again, purpose. Uh, clarity and purpose on what we intend to learn during this adventure and that is simple in your path storms will arise but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question why not me so let's do a quick recap of the roads that we've traveled thus far since we're all rested (laughs) from a good night's sleep (laughs) my wife and I took a trip several weeks ago and the ocean can have an amazing effect on us should we open our eyes wider and allow it to penetrate our heart and soul? You know, so many things can be learned about ourselves during this time of tranquility, like what we have potentially missed in our lives. For me, it gave me, and hopefully you, an in-depth look at the path or direction our life is intended to go. Often difficult to digest from time to time, self-assessments can usually provide clarity while we admire one of God's wonderful presence and that has given us within the ocean. While the flight or drive back home from vacation can seem long, it has also, hopefully, I just hopefully re-energized, re-energized and, and took you to a, a better place mentally and spiritually. Now, I don't know about you, but that is what I look forward to with any vacation Tasha and I take. You know, I can't lie to any of you. There's a bit of sadness and even remorse when you think about what you potentially are coming back to. But it's really, really, is it really that bad? We just had one of the most amazing times away and gained a strong reminder of how simplistic life really needs to be. You know, I've mentioned so many times that life, that life has been. You know, we have always designed it to be simplistic. However, we choose to convolute it with with our both mental and physical garbage. Although we are able to take some time and unplug, you know, personally, things in life will never revert to sameness. There you go, Tasha. There's that word, sameness. Now, revert to sameness as it did prior to the pandemic. You know, most if not all states have loosened restrictions and mask wearing has become optional in most public places. I'm more inclined to remain vigilant, although we are fully vaccinated, to exercise the caution as there still remains controversy over if the vaccination will prohibit the virus from being obtained. In prior messages, you've heard me mention comfort is a casualty of growth. Therefore, sameness can be something that restricts progression in our lives. Consider how we all must be pushed at one point to receive something that we've been striving for. But the push didn't manifest itself overnight, correct? It took days, 
It took weeks. It took months and often years of agitation. Sometimes agitation in times of uncertainty. However, there was another constant. And that is how we control the levels of agitation and sometimes aggravation and uncertainty when unfavorable situations arise, but more importantly, how we deal with it. Arise. Attitude, responsible, and reaching self-excellence. Buckle up, because here we go today. I want to start with the A in, in arise, excuse me, and that is attitude. Boy, this is a show that can be done all by itself. But I'm going to jump start this message today with something I've pers I personally had to experience. Listen to me carefully. If your ego starts out, I am important. I am big. I am special. You're in for some disappointments. No, you're not big. No, you're not. You're small in time and in space, and you and I have this vessel called a human body that's limited on earth and that must self-check its attitude on a consistent basis. Our attitude, you know, in my opinion, falls in line with one of the three things we control. Do you remember those? Your thoughts you think, your images you visualize, and your actions you take, what we control. Even as those situations arise, these principles will always be at the forefront for guidance. You know, most of us have heard the statement, life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how we respond, right? So why do we still revert back to have a bad attitude when we know situations come and then they go? I, you hear me talk about they're temporary. I was once told the most wonderful thing about spring cleaning of a house and of the heart is the attitude that comes with the results. When you remove all the dirt, dust, and cluster, you respond differently to everything in your life. You know, I've mentioned before the importance of shaping our minds to be the best you or I that can ever be every morning when our day starts. Our ability is what we're capable of doing, and the motivation determines what we do. But attitude determines how well we choose to do it. Everything can be taken from man but one thing. That's the last human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given circumstances. To choose one's own way. So, accept the fact that our attitude is the internal switch that turns into the external way for us to display who we truly are. Especially when adversity begins to arise. So we've just tackled the A in arise. Let's go to the R. Responsible. Have you ever encountered someone at work or even at home with a family member that uttered those famous words? <laughs> Not my problem. Or how about the one I've used before? Not my monkey. Not my circus. A common failure in all of us is that it is not only for what we do that we are held responsible, but also for what we do not do. Our, one of the biggest situational opportunities for us individually to grow is to take care of each other. I recall having a conversation with my father shortly before he passed regarding this very subject. And we were discussing how kids um, don't learn in our time. 
but when they are finally ready to be responsible for their actions. <laughs> now, Dad, I know you're listening, and I have no doubt, and the wiser I get, I know this conversation that we had was directed at me, right? <laughs> you know, we talk about becoming uh, consistent, correct? Well, that being the case, I had a similar conversation with my boys, only I phrase it a bit different. I believe it's not if you get it, but when you get it. Another piece of information that was shared with them is becoming responsible. Is that puts you in a position to do the things that most people can't. One of my favorite posters that I view daily that reiterates this comes from author Brian Tracy. <clears throat> Brian said, the happiest people in the world are those who feel absolutely terrific about themselves. And this is the natural outgrowth of accepting total responsibility for every part of their life. A great point of reference for us to remember is you can't escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. We then become equipped to have an attitude that is responsible as unpleasant events arise. So we talked about the A. We talked about the R. Let's get into the I. But I put in reaching. If you recall, I closed part three of the process with a strong message uh, on the word of purpose. And I actually mentioned it a little bit earlier. There were several references made in those seven steps that referred to the steps of progression in identifying who we are. Sometimes answering the questions, who are you, can be troubling if we stop reaching for our own personal goals. Part of answering that question, who are you, is to don't wait until you've reached your goal to be proud of yourself. Be proud of every step you take toward reaching the goal, seven steps of purpose. Think of the feeling of euphoria that it felt, that felt within as you, things move forward that you were aligned within your plans. There are numerous times that I personally can recall when setbacks begin to arise. And I did what most naturally people do. Stop reaching and attempting to play damage control. There's one specific time after losing a job a few years back that shook me to my core. The organization abruptly closed its doors, I mean within hours of notification to all their employees. As you can imagine, that was a very, very long drive home. And to further complicate things, I had no future goals at that time. I was living solely for the moment. After about a week of feeling sorry for myself, my wife walked by me sitting on the couch, dropped a paper in my lap, kissed me on the cheek and walked out the door for work. It was a copy by a quote by Benjamin Mays that says, the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy lies is having no goals to reach. Mm. So as my father told me, it's not if I get it, but when I get it. Redirection often quashes stagnation. And we all know that stagnation is not an option in reaching the next level becoming conditioned to believe that change begins and ends within solidifies that success will only be within your reach only when you started reaching out for it attitudes responsible in reaching arise now let's go to the s in arise which <laughs> is self one of the biggest challenges in proclamation of why not me 
we look at multiple times each daily. That would be oneself. I don't know about you, but he or she, i.e. self, was at the beginning and end of my road of growth. It's not uncommon to have doubts about oneself when tough circumstances arise. We question if we are worthy, good enough, and even if our ship is sailing in the wrong direction. Has anybody ever felt that way? It's also important not to let others tell you what you cannot do. Don't let the limitations of others limit your vision. If you can remove your self-doubt and contain to believe in yourself, you achieve what, what you never thought is possible. Self-defeating thoughts coupled with self-defeating people are the perfect recipe for stagnation. The thoughts you think. Remember from, from what you control? The thoughts you think, the images you visualize, the actions you take? Yourself. Stephen Richards said, never allow your mind to wander untamed like an animal that exists on the basis of survival of the fittest. Tame the mind with consistent focus on your goals and desires. We must become so committed to, to our growth that encourages everyone around us to grow as well. Be so committed that your growth that it scares away the ones that tempted to drop you down to their level. Remain true to yourself also requires accepting that it's if, if it's meant for you, you won't have to beg for it. You will never have to sacrifice your dignity or your destiny. Let me repeat that. Remaining true to self also requires accepting that if it's meant for you, you will not have to beg for it. You will never have to sacrifice your dignity for your destiny. Trust and believe you will get it when issues arise. Attitudes responsible in reaching self come from the center in answering, why not me? And let's move to the E in arise. And that would be excellence. Everyone, everyone that knows me will tell you that Mark is a competitor in everything he does. It's not so much to me about winning or losing any longer, but more about learning something from that experience. Was this always the case for me? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. In my earlier days, losing was not an option. Excellence was demanded, but also required. In the years of becoming wiser, and notice I said not older, I've begun to view excellence like many other things in life as being subjective. The definition of excellence says valuable quality or virtue. So wouldn't that mean that each of us fit that description of excellence? Each of us are created differently for the sole purpose of impacting the world with our gifts. I strongly believe that excellence is never an accident. It is always a result of high intention, sincere effort, and intelligent execution. It represents the wise choices of many alternative choices, not chance, which truly determines your destiny. It's not a skill. It's an attitude responsible in reaching goals, dreams, and accomplishments. You know, let me close with a story that will bring this all home today. A professor stood before his philosophy class, excuse me, and had some items in front of him. When the class began, wordlessly, he picked up a very 
large and empty jar and proceeded to fill it with golf balls. He then asked the students if the jar was full. They agreed that it was. So the professor then picked up a box of small pebbles and poured them into the jar. He shook the jar lightly. The pebbles rolled into the open areas between the golf balls. He then asked the students again if the jar was full. They agreed it was. The professor next picked up a box of sand and poured it into the jar. Of course, the sand filled up everything else. He asked once more if the jar was full. The students responded with a unanimous yes. The professor then pr produced two cans of beer under the table and poured the entire contents into the jar, effectively filling up the empty space between the sand. The students laughed. Now, said the professor as the laughter subsided, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. The golf balls are your important things, your family, your children, your health your friends, your favorite passions, things that if everything else was lost, the, that only remained, your life would still be full. The pebbles are the other things that matter, like your job, your house, your car. The sand is everything else, the small stuff. If you put the sand into the jar first, he continued, there's no room for the pebbles or the golf balls. The same goes for life. If you spend all your time and energy on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are important to you. Pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Play with your children. Take the time to get medical checkups. Take your partner out to dinner. There will always be time to clean the house and fix the rubbish. Take care of the golf balls first, the things that really matter. Set your priorities. The rest is just sand. Hmm, what an amazing conclusion. See, there will always be things that arise in our lives in the pursuit of, of dreams. How you handle it will always be the defining signs of attitudes responsible in reaching excellence. Arise. There's absolutely nothing we can do to mitigate the things that are going to occur in our lives. Just not going to happen. As I've been told and said to others, <laughs> it's not if, but when. The simplest statement of, in your path, storms will arise, but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? It guides me, and hopefully you, down the road of reassurance for so many things that we have and will to come. This message today <laughs> is inclusive as well. Everyone listening, along with, along with everyone we know, has or is battling a situation, not a problem. Share the meaning of arise. Remind them that, that not only you care, but there's a message out there that can help them weather the storm. Help them see that change truly begins and ends within. And it will be <laughs> hard at first, messy in the middle, but oh so rewarding at the end. Give them another set of encouraging words that I always will tell you. And that is, your why is greater than the situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, my mother, Lee Smith, and Mama Sarah, I love each of you very much. To the world's future leaders, my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy. Poppy loves you, babies. Oma and I will see you soon.
You know, I told a friend uh, the other day having the ability to write and share is the greatest feeling in the world. What are you willing to share with someone else who needs it? I want you to have a wonderful, a pro prosperous week, and I look forward to speaking with you again.